What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Beyond the Junkyard podcast. I am your host, Junkyard James, and with me, as always, the man, the myth, the legend, the historian of the Junkyard Media Group, K-Dog. How's it going, my friend? Way too flattered. I do not deserve any of those accolades you just gave to me, but I am a selfish mother effer, and I will take them. So thank you very much. Um, it is a lovely, fantastic Thursday evening here uh, in beautiful middle of nowhere, Peachland, North Carolina, uh, population of five. And I hope that um, everybody else is having a great Thursday night. Points north, south, east, and west, wherever you may be. How in the hell are you doing, Jim, Jamie? JYJ. I, I am doing well. I just realized I did not share the link to the the chat to the podcast in the Discord group. So uh, I had to quickly quickly do that real quick. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. It is a good day. Speaking of that Discord group, though, that website on the bottom of the screen, Junkyard Media group.com your one stop destination for all things junkyard media group you got the blog hey i I posted my reasoning for why cody rhodes should finish the story this wrestlemania i think it's a good reason i think i got some good points in there go check that out there you can check out obviously the audio version of this podcast as well as the audio version of the Slapping Meat Wrestling podcast. My homeboy, We Too Deep and DJ Wavy D are there and they put out some banger content. In which or so I got to. Well, yeah, I, wa- I watched some. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, Just kidding. They do um, a really good job. On that show, the Slapping Meat Wrestling podcast, though, last, no, this past Tuesday, a couple days ago, they made a wager. They they said, hey, stop being a chicken, you piece of shit. You should wear a WWE oh, shirt. Oh, oh. They, they, if, if Okada shows up in WWE, they want me to wear a WWE logo shirt. They stole your idea. Um, and, no, no, and, no, 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 no. I will give no. credit to where credit is due. DJ Wavy D did give me the credit for that idea. He did say I like Cody's idea, so I appreciate the fact that he gave credit to his sources. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't bother me any. I already know the destination. Fine, we'll take the damn we'll take the damn wager. If he shows up in WWE, I'll I'll. I'll I'll wear the damn shirt, whatever. But we know he's showing up in AEW. It's almost 99% guaranteed through the legend known as Sean Ross Sapp. <clears throat> Boy, we, we classify legend a little bit too uh, a little bit too much well, around here, these parts, don't we? He's not as bad as Dave Meltzer has been here recently. Meltzer has been wrong on about three three things this week. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Oh, listen, a blind nut, it hits a, it gets a squirrel every once in a while. So, <laughs> well, tonight we're going to, we're going to dive in a little bit about the AEW revolution pay-per-view coming up in, Oh my goodness. Oh, a, a week, almost, but nine days now time is flying by. We're going to be there in Greensboro, so we'll talk about some AEW stuff leading up to Revolution, as well as our main segment being kind of going over uh, the Elimination Chamber card, the limited card that they have, Um, obviously with it being a gimmicky kind of pay-per-view, those matches typically take a good portion of the show, so uh, they don't have, it's not an AEW uh, type of pay-per-view where there's a a thousand matches on the card. You'll have, I think, four or five matches on that card, and uh, we'll go over some of them, or all of them, and kind of give our predictions. Uh, Quick question before we dive in. 
you, you going to watch it live? No. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, that would that would make it so that I would have to stay up almost twenty four hours because <laughs> I got to work right after the pay per view. But yeah, no, I'm with you. Well, I'll probably watch it. Uh, try to stay off social media Saturday, and uh, so I don't get any spoilers. Uh, let's see what's going Shout on. out to my boy in the chat. Me and him are about to become best friends. That oh. is the wavy D man himself. Love the comments. If you could find it for me. Um, oh, there the is. reason why he comes for our show. If you'll pull that up. Uh, there it is. Yeah, time now. There you go. Come from for James's wild takes, but stay for Cody's knowledge. Now, that is the kind of product that we're trying to produce here on the Beyond the Journey <laughs> podcast. We're trying to give y'all entertainment from that son of a bitch over there and give you as much useless knowledge from me, this son of a bitch right here, uh-huh. that you can possibly get in an hour span. So there you Absolutely. go. Thank you, Wavy D. We appreciate you. A quick question to Wavy D, as, as hopefully... Still in the, in the in the chat and watching. Our favorite company is having a rather large, uh, hyped-up show that's supposed to be doing some uh, quote-unquote big business. Shall they shall they say? Um, will you be attending that show in Boston? And if not, um, may I appetite you for the fact that they will be in Worcester, Mass, Worcester. on Wednesday. Yeah, that's that city. Uh, they will be there Wednesday, April third, the Wednesday before WrestleMania weekend uh, for Dynamite, I believe. So, and the fourth for Collision, which is a taped Collision, which they're going to put up against WrestleMania Night One. <laughs> Listen, I got a bone to pick with Tony Khan and his of these shows. Mm-hmm. That one. Which at least, thankfully, it's a tape show. So I mean, right. at least it's not live. Secondly, also, it's either a. Oh, go ahead. It's probably going to further exemplify your point. The Friday, uh, before WrestleMania, yes, there's an ROH pay per view in Philadelphia. The hell we doing? The hell we doing? <laughs> An overly saturated market for wrestling events that week, we decide to put our non-existent, pretty much dying brand that we bought a year or two years ago on WrestleMania weekend as if the collision show south of Las Vegas during Super Bowl weekend was a just a massive not, hit. not good enough. <laughs> let's let's go to the Leah Core Center mm-hmm. right into Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Where everybody's going to be in the wrestling world, smart tactic. I get it. However, however, ROH has not been doing very well. Yes, and we're going to put that on WrestleMania weekend. That's not compete. That's competing with Friday Night SmackDown. Uh huh. Yep. Tony. <laughs> Tony. Tony, what's going on? Well, Tony, we need to talk. The hell's wrong? With you? We do. Before we get into AEW stuff again, I promise something for everybody, and I want to share this announcement. And our homeboy says he he wants to see the special announcement. It better not flop like Tony Khan. Are you ready for this announcement, my friend? Uh, let me I, give you some. <laughs> let me yeah, forewarned. I have no idea what's about to happen yeah. here. So here's what here here's. Let me give some some background knowledge before this gets played out here. Last Sunday, me, K Dog, we too deep. We all met at a Starbucks for about four hours, and as part of that meeting, we were there and we were talking about ways that we can maybe see if we can make this thing a little bit profitable. And we didn't come up with many. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. but yeah. one idea that we had 
was figuring out if there was any way we can get some form of sponsorship. And so I did some research. And there are programs where you can find a, like affiliation programs with different companies. And so I applied to one and we got accepted. And so before going any further, I'm going to show this creative masterpiece that when, when I saw that we got accepted to this, I had to come up with something because I wasn't just going to go the route of, Hey, we got accepted to X, Y, and Z's affiliation program. The link is in the description, which by the way it is, but I wanted to come up with something a little bit more creative to introduce everyone to our new affiliation with said company. And so without a further ado, everyone, this is my special announcement that I was, I've been waiting for a few days and Cody has no idea. I asked him, do you want to see it before the show or surprise you the day of the show on air? And he said to surprise him. So we're going to announce this and the only best way that I can think and uh, like here we go. Regret this decision. <laughs> here we go. Maybe. Junkyard. As we head to WrestleMania season, that's a reason to fill your shopping cost with all the merch you be needing. Maybe you screaming, yeah, for the man LA night. Or maybe your fingers up repping Tribal Chief all night. Or maybe you finish the story, maybe Gory rocking Cody Rhodes. T-shirts in your Snapchat story, get your favorite rest of this merch. All up on the internet, all the t-shirts, championship titles at your fingertips. All you have to do is hit the link in the description. I can't forget to mention CM Punk, can't be missing. Elsie may throw hands and make me feel for my life buy your shirt up in the shop and wear it proudly all the time thanks to wwe shop for partnering with your boys click the link right now and fill your cards with even more yeah God, um, surprise. Um, I'm crying from laughing and genuine tears of what in the hell did I just listen to? The CM Punk line was good. The yeah, at the end was threw me off. I wasn't ready for it. <laughs> I was expecting at the beginning of the song, but not. Oh, oh my. Um, Wavy D says it's fire. Listen, everyone. That's... Link is in the description. We are on WrestleMania season. Like I got the AEW CM Punk shirt. Don't don't be like me. Get his WWE merch and click <laughs> that link in the description to get it. Get your championship titles through our link, and you can help support us. Expect more of those because Cody's going to be next. He's going to, he's going to wrap next. <laughs> wow. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, to, to say I'm baffled, um, lost for words, <laughs> uh, just, just every adjective every you emotion. can think of that, that's is synonymous with, um, um, uh, Shook, yeah, that's me right now. Um, <laughs> we have a lyrical poet over here. I didn't even know it. He knew it <laughs> and decided to to hit us with that piece of fire. Um, I mean, there's only yeah, one left to say. And, go, and, go buy some damn merch. If you're not going to get fired up, and if you're not going to support that, the hell, the hell you doing in your life? I mean, come on. Absolutely. Go get some swag. 
Go represent. WrestleMania's around the corner. You need to load it up. Go get you a new Rock t-shirt. Go get you a new Roman Reigns. Go get you the Bloodline. If you have to go uh, get let, a let, 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 shirt, let, I guess. Let me ask this. Are you, are you team Cody? Cody Rhodes? Or are you team... No. Fucking Bloodline? Yeah, the Bloodline. No. <laughs> Cody Rhodes will never be on my list again. <laughs> How about we get into some content now that that, that that's that's done and over with? We're we're 15 minutes into this show and we're now just getting into the getting into the good stuff. AEW Dynamite last night was um, interesting. Um, rumor had it there were several injuries and or other significant issues with talent who were supposed to be on the show that. We're not on the show because of X, Y, and Z. And, uh, well, we got the show that we got. And, and and I think it was pretty good given the fact that there seemed to be a little bit of panic in the back from, from what I understand. Um, hold on. Yeah. I'm with Wavy B. He's smoking that Cody pack. <laughs> but then we got the bloodline on the other side here that's that's a weird a weird thing but um yeah what was your thoughts overall on this week uh aew dynamite melter reports that it's the biggest number they've ever done in canada as well as 828,000 uh, views and a 0.29 in the key demo for america he said it was number one on wednesday night again I think I think the show was good. Maybe not one of the best episodes, but I thought it was pretty solid. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a decent show overall. It's funny that what we may not think is the best show they've ever done. It wasn't a bad show at all. But listening to Busted Open Radio this morning on SiriusXM channel one fifty six, uh Mark Henry and Dave LaGreca were calling the action uh from and they both raved over Dynamite last night. Thought it was one of the better Dynamites over the last few months. Um, and there was some really good stuff on the show for sure. Um, some, some, uh, the the Diana and Madison Ray match, um, kind of a kind of a sore spot for me. Not just because of the injury, not because of the uh, the weird spot, which was funny as hell that they made that be into it. TurboTax move of the night was that move phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if that was fun or biggest, but that was just that's how we all feel during tax season, probably. So you know what? That's probably a smart move on their part, right? Um, right. On their face uh, in the mat. Um, but yeah, I thought overall the show was 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 pretty solid and, and really did a good job with building up the stories as we're heading into Revolution. Um, little, little, I don't want to say disappointed. I really don't like saying this, but I was really hoping we would get Copeland Cage three, right? The TNT title, a really good gimmick match. Whether it's their famous ladder match, could be a cage. And instead, we're getting Garcia versus Christian, which I'm not against. It's going to be a good match. It's going to tell a good story. I have faith it'll do fine. Um, I just figured we would get that trilogy in this feud that right. has kept going and has been not, it's been good the whole time. But I'm okay with it. We'll see what Danny Boy's got on uh, March 3rd and see what happens. I'm still kind of wondering if there's anything additional going to be added there. Um, uh, because, like, like is Copeland going to institute his rematch clause? Because technically he lost the belt. And will they make it a triple threat next week? I wonder if, if that's the possibility that they'll, do, they'll go there. Um, there's a couple other points that I, I kind of want to bring up. Um, I know Bully Ray... Um, was really high on Wardlow's promo because immediately after Wardlow's promo, he he tweeted about it or X posted about it, and he was very high. And I think that was Wardlow's best moment 
in his entire AEW run. And they need to let him continue to do that. The whole gimmick that he had before where he just would walk in, squash match somebody, and then leave, that, that didn't work. So he, he has more mic skills than I think a lot of people would 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 think he would have. He's, he's pretty decent on the mic. Let him talk. Let him be the big bad guy. Um, and let him have a legit run up to the top. And uh, I hate that he just basically gets – passed around like a $3 hooker to from one <laughs> from one faction to the next, it seems like. But I, I think he no, could be I mean, a really true. good singles I, component. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think, and he made some really great points last night. I, I hate, you're going to get people that are like, why do they keep bringing up X to AEW guys that are in WWE? Why do they keep doing it? Why do they keep doing it? Well, the, the the Cody line from Darby last week, even though he right. didn't say Cody, we all knew what he was talking about. That that hurt me. Yeah, I mean, it really didn't do anything it. to the character yeah. in the match. Big reach that, that wasn't needed. Wardlow name dropping CM Punk. Yeah, I don't think he actually name dropped him, but we knew what he was who he was talking about. Yeah, I think um, he said something like the was best perfect. in the world or something like that. Yeah, yeah it, it was perfect because he beat Punk, I believe. If that's what he, he said, mm-hmm. I've beat the he best in the world. I, I've beaten the guy that's better than you, and you know it, and the killer, the, the world's champion. So there was a, a legitimate reason why he name dropped or innuendo dropped all three of those people for good reason because he's beaten all three and he's got a great valid point. Why is he not in the main event scene? Why is he not fighting for the world title? The emotion that he had in that promo was. I felt it. It felt legit. It felt real. It felt like it was a guy that had so much stuff on his chest that he was ready to explode, and he did. And I loved it. And uh, we need to see more of that. More of that kind of Wardlow is Absolutely. only great things for him and even better for, for AEW as a product overall. Absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite moments of the show, it got me pretty hyped, was when uh, the past two weeks, uh, Tony Storm and Deanna Perazzo have both been in action, and they've both been in action one after the other, where the winner comes in and then the other one kind of interrupts and they meet kind of halfway on the entrance ramp. This week, when they when they did that split screen, half half uh, gray, black and like white, like a screen, and half, and, and phenomenal, fin- fantastic. I I just presentation matters, and and in that moment the Pro wrestling company out sports entertained the sports entertainment company and, and so um, I loved it and and it was great it was just a small little piece of the presentation that makes it feel pretty cool um, I think I think that's going to be a really good feud going through and, and we we're starting to get niblets of uh, Tony so I'm getting a little bit irked with uh mariah may so maybe maybe they're building on to the next feud uh, after revolution um and then the final the thing i kind of want to oh good yeah i'll let you finish uh just quickly touch on the tony storm and diana thing uh i thought it was very very cool that uh tony used diana's move to win her match oh, and right. diana used tony's finisher to win her match but tony got the the better end of the two when she came in after Deanna's match and, and did the ankle lock or the, the broken break a leg move on her. Um, very, very interesting how that's how that happened. But uh, I'm, I, I, each each segment they do gets me a little bit more amped up for that match. I think it's going to be a really, really solid match um, for the world title. Um, Deanna's first, obviously, first big feud. Going for the title, but I think it's going to be a really, really good match at Revolution. Absolutely. The last part uh, the, that I want to talk about about Dynamite um, is Adam Hangman Page. It looked really real that he may have suffered a really severe injury last night. Um, at the end of the show, the camera was on him, and you could hear him verbally say, do not show me, do not show me. And um, And then I woke up this morning, and like I said, Meltzer was wrong. And this is one of the things he was wrong about. He had mentioned that there's a good chance that uh, Hangman broke his ankle, which was quickly debunked by Sean Ross Sapp, in which they said 
he was fine. He played it off. He's really good at selling, as uh, what people in the back said. He was once he got behind the curtain, he was walking normally. He's totally fine. Uh, I was legitimately scared because that's your main main event for Revolution, and I'm happy to hear that Hangman is okay and going to be able to wrestle. Hopefully, they said it it may be turned into some storyline for next week leading into Revolution. Um, but as far as we know, he was just selling uh, selling the injury. Um, I thought it was I thought it was a really good main event. It was a weird combination with Hangman and RVD and Hook, but there were and then Swerve and Samoa Joe. Um, obviously, we get that that kick there uh, by Swerve to Samoa Joe to kind of end that match. There it was it was a really fun uh, main event kind of leading us to this uh, triple threat main event match at Revolution in, the, in what, nine or ten days. Um, any any final thoughts on, on the main event from last night? Kind of a weird match. <clears throat> Had its ebbs and flows. Six-man tags are hard to do if you don't have the right people within. I don't think they have the the, the best six there, but RVD taking the pin was pretty much the best thing to, to happen. Um, for not really taking the pin, he passed out, but <clears throat> RVD taking the L um, was what was the best thing to do. Um, just like you, I was I was pretty nervous if uh, he was hurt and he was going to be out of that main event. Um more so, I wouldn't say it would have been a, an extreme panic button for AEW, but it, it would have been a really, really bad thing to happen because Swerve and Joe don't have the biggest hype between each other mm-hmm. going into that show, and you really can't even build that over a one-week period. So if Hangman was going to be out of that match, it, it would have been a tough sled to, to, right. for us to believe in the Joe-Swerve storyline. Um, so hopefully it is a work. Hopefully he's fine, and they can still put on a, a banger of a match. Uh, between the three at uh, Revolution. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, one other interesting thing, before we move on to talking about Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia, was it Monday when all of the TNA wrestlers um, posted on X, like the, the hourglass uh, emoji? I think that was Monday or maybe Tuesday. Um what is going and then the next morning TNA said they quote unquote exercised the option of Josh Alexander's contract. It sounded like he begged them not to and they still did it anyway. Um what is going on in TNA? It's a great question that I think only the com- the, the competitors in TNA could answer. Um I think they're on a real slippery slope right now with management and the way that they handled the Scott Demore fiasco. Um, I think that talent are, are frustrated, uh, they're upset, and I think it's an innuendo for whatever. Maybe it has something to do with the Alexander thing. They're all going to resign, get their contract exercised. I don't know. What I think will happen is in the next. Um, that's a good. That, that that is a good guess. I think in the next twelve months, Anthem or whoever owns the company is going to come back to the table and say, "You know what, Scott Demore, if you got the money to the thing, it's a sinking ship. It's 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 bleeding cash. We don't know what to do with it. Let's come back to the drawing table, and if you want to buy this, let's let's strike a deal." I think Scott Demore buys TNA. Um, he's got the money. Evidently, I, I didn't know Scott Demore had a family business and, and was very well off. And that wrestling was a very, very big, passionate hobby, more so than his full-time job. Um, so I could I could very much see Demore buy out that company. And maybe that's what the time is, is that just give it time. And maybe Demore will take that company back over. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. I think it'll be an interesting thing either way. Um, I do know. I know that they're streaming on that Endeavor TNA Plus streaming thing, so it does make a whole lot of sense for Endeavor to buy them out or TKO. Um, I, I totally get that, and, and it wouldn't surprise me if, if they did. 
having that alliance already and having TNA people showing up in, in WWE already. Um, I just wonder if Endeavor would try to give Demore the better hand in saying we still want to be a separate company. We don't want to be bought out. What can we do to try to make this work? And my question would be, and I'm kind of on the same boat as WWE here. I think WWE is going to end up buying them out with the idea of, hey, let's let's under the table try to as quietly as possible hire Scott Demore and kind of make him Paul Heyman when they got ECW and have him come in and run run kind of in that way and, and be an on-screen figure, but also be behind the scenes working with Impact um, and or TNA in some, some form or fashion. Um, though I would love Scott DeMore in AEW, I just don't see Tony Khan giving anybody else like any control outside of, well, they did sign uh, Jen, or the Jen, Jen Pepperman, I think that's her name, to be uh, help with content and writing and everything. She used to be a WWE writer. Um, but I, I see TNAs, just the way that they do things, as more um, targeted towards the WWE market. And I think I think it's a good a good it would be a good acquisition for TKO um, to um, to get and to have another name, another group that you could bring over and kind of have some quote unquote forbidden door moments like like AEW does with CMLL and New Japan. If if Endeavor just bought it out and now you can have cross um, cross platform events. Um, I, I kind of see that's probably and they might give Scott like some form of ownership stake in the company to to move over to the to TKO. But that's kind of where I see it. My biggest thing is that when it, when it becomes a money situation, it's going to be a hard battle for, for DeMore to probably win it, even if he is very well off. When you're dealing with an entity like TKO, I mean, unless you're like, you know, a multi billionaire, good luck with, with trying to sway them. Um, the only things that will come to mind is if. Go ahead. I was going to say, it's go, it would also be a good power mover to say, uh, let's get Scott DeMore in here, and he's going to like take care of the culture. He did it with Dixie when Dixie made the locker, the back toxic and Vince made WWE toxic. And there's a lot of toxicity in here right now. And the more is that would be a good person to go in there and kind of make sure that the toxicity leaves the locker room. Um, you don't really hear a lot of incidents in TNA. It's a back back room. So no, but my biggest thing would be is what do they do with TNA after they buy it? They're just going to leave it as is. I mean, I, I, I would have to imagine that if they're going to do that, you know, the biggest, the, the immediate thing that would pop into my mind is look what they did with WCW. They bought WCW. They made it into a joke. They, they were going to put it as its own separate brand. It didn't work. And then they did the invasion angle, which was for the most part pretty bad. What, and I understand it's, it's a different time. People are, that were in charge then are not in charge now. I, I get it. But when, when Europe proceeds itself, it's hard to hope for the best when we don't what know what if, that looks like. I mean, what if what if instead of just buying TNA, uh, Endeavor says we'll buy Anthem, we'll buy the entire thing, we'll buy the TV network, and now you you have a, your own network still. It's going to cost you basically zero to produce your shows, and TNA stays on Access TV. Now you have the library to TNA, like like Wavy D said in the comment, you can now create documentaries for a bunch of people um, that were past and present in WWE and TNA. The library in and of itself is worth a whole bunch. And then like you have a bunch of people in the locker room that if and TNA is a locker room that I'm afraid if Scott Demore is regardless of if, if Anthem sells or 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 what they do. If Scott Demore is not part of it in the next several months, I think a lot of these wrestlers will either like not show up and no show these shows, or they're at the end of their contract, they're gone. And so, yeah, um, you got another you gotta, thing to look into. No, finish. Go ahead, finish. Uh, I kind of was going with my thought. I don't know where I was going. 
sorry. Um, another food for thought is that if Scott Demore does not want to come back to TNA or whatever the case may be, and he does have one of his best friends in AEW, and that's Jeff Jarrett, and right. that could be something to look into. Maybe, maybe not, but uh, um, it'll be an interesting next few months into into the next year for TNA to kind of see what happens with this whole thing and, and how it, it kind of leads into uh, whatever the next chapter of it may be. Um, before we move on, I was going to say the the one thing that we didn't touch up on Dynamite that um, first we'll read this comment. I could see a world where TKO puts AJ Styles and Scott in charge of CNA and runs it like a little just with bigger financial backing into WWE. And that's very true. And if they kept it separate from a WWE perspective, as far as the overall product, I could see it working. If it's going to be literally a WWE. 3.0, 2.0, competing with NXT type of thing. I don't know if it. I just. I don't know. I would have a problem with it uh, if they did what Tony Khan does, where you put your AEW stars on ROH TV. I have a problem with with Tony doing that now, and I would have a problem if if they brought Akira Tozawa to TNA for an episode, or or if they brought Becky Lynch to TNA just to get a ratings push or something. I would have a I would have a problem with that. I think if they ran it like it is, you keep the storylines the way it goes. It's now just part of a bigger company with a bigger brand, and maybe maybe every now and again at some of these premium live events, you have some crossing storylines or something. Um, yeah, I, I could see it being that way. I see WWE being. I don't know for certain. I might want to backtrack a little bit that they'll buy it, but I see them being very interested in. Oh, for sure. I mean, depending on how this everything turns out, if everything kind of tanks in the next several months, it'll be really cheap for them to just pick it up. It'll be like pocket change for Endeavor, and (laughs) it'll be uh, (laughs) WCW 2.0. I mean, but yeah, Yeah. I was gonna say um, before we move on to to uh, the chamber, I. Somehow we forgot to mention this as part of the dynamite recap is uh, is the promo that our dear man, the icon, gave last night. Oh yes, the, yes. the boy, the boy done did well. Uh, Sting has never been a promo guy. I, I honestly can't really give you a promo that I vividly remember as standing out. Uh, there's a couple that were okay and that weren't that were pretty good, but Singh's never been the the best on the mic. He's just kind of been the 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 quiet enigma, uh, the 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 character has developed into what it has become, and it's has become an iconic character for for many years. Uh, but that promo that he did last night was, in my opinion, if not his best, top two or three. Uh, um, you felt you felt real. You felt like you could relate to Sting, and that's something that you really haven't been able to do a lot throughout his career is relate to him. Um, mentioning the passing of his father last week, which uh, obviously uh, kudos to him for, for still pushing through and still doing promo work and, and leading up to the final match of Revolution. Lots of prayers, of course, go out to, to Steve Borden and his family as they go through that pretty tough time. Um but just the the overall feel of that promo just felt real and felt like a guy that's got nothing left to lose in the revolution is going to give literally everything he has left in the tank and is going to pour it all out in one final fell swoop at revolution with Darby against the box for the tag titles, tornado tag style match. It's going to be a, a wild, wild night. Uh, being a lifelong Sting fan that I am, it's probably going to be an emotional night to say that I finally I saw my dude's final match. Um, you can call oh, me. Out. Out. Gonna, I will. I will uh, share I, they're, video they're, of him bawling his eyes out. There oh, very so well could be tears flowing at the end of that night, and I will not be ashamed of it because rarely do you get to see your your favorites do their last anything, and. Um, 
to be able to say that you saw your favorite performer perform either their last concert, their last game, their last match, whatever the case may be. Um, pretty cool feather in the cap to say that you not only witnessed it live on pay-per-view, but live in so that's going to be a really, really special night. Next week, uh, probably, I'm going to see if I'll, I might be able to do it before the show, and maybe we can hit on a little bit. And if not, it's going to be a pretty stacked show next week with a revolution preview. So I may do it either uh, the day uh, next Thursday or next Friday. But I will be posting a blog on the website uh, just detailing my fandom of Sting and kind of going through his chronological history as a pro wrestler and and how we just came up to, to, to be from – this guy that was not a wrestling fan that led on to have one of the more iconic careers uh, in the history of wrestling with a bunch of bumps in, in the roads and turns and twists. And we end up in Greensboro, North Carolina on March the 3rd. So uh, yeah, I'm going to look out for that next week. So, yeah. Absolutely. Now let's talk some what the hell? What the hell? Hold on. What the hell are you doing going to the, into the Bucks locker room, Richard? Richard Dick, Ricky, Richard Fleer, the hell are you What's doing? Going huh? You switching sides? The hell are you doing, minute? old man? Did you drink a little too much woo energy? Did you did you eat too many woo wings? Did you have some of your CBD? What are we doing? You ain't, you ain't about to screw over my man in his last match, damn it! Oh, knock your damn glasses off! It's gonna be special guest referee Rick Flair. Damn, better well, not. Rick will never be able to learn how to count. Two. It's going to be a five-hour uh, match at that point. Seven. Got a cramp. Yeah, <laughs> listen. Rick, I'll break your hip if, if you've messed that. I'll break your hip. I'll come down from section he'll, 222 he'll jump from and I'll section ass. He'll come down. I'll do it. I'll do it. Swanton bomb style. I'll swanton from the top of the balcony on your old crippled ass. <laughs> Let's talk some chamber. There's, like I said, there's only four matches on this card. But we got two chamber matches. We got we got one for the women's world championship. We got a one for the world heavyweight championship match at WrestleMania. I'm sorry, they're both for a match. The number one contenders match to fight at WrestleMania. We got a tag team match between Judgment Day Finn Balor and Damian Priest. It's Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. And then we got the Women's World Championship match between Australia's own Rhea Ripley and Australia's own Nia Jax. Apparently, she's Australian. I didn't know that. Huh? But, yeah, that's what I was told. Nia Jax what? is, yeah, she was born in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Things you didn't. Things you learn while uh, doing research on, uh... yes. Why don't, why don't she have an accent? Good thing our friend Dylan is not on the show. Um, <laughs> we have WrestleMania part part two. You know, there's there's a story for for a much different time and day, but absolutely, boy, the innuendos that he'd be throwing out, my God. We're live from the Optus Stadium in Burstwood, Western Australia, right outside of Perth. Let's talk about this tag team title match first. Finn Balor and Damian Priest fight Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. They go by New Catch Republic. Uh, I don't watch a whole lot of WWE, to be honest with you. Can someone tell me what the heck this name comes from, what it means? I don't know. Let me know in the comment section. Also, why is Damian Priest uh, not cashing in his title at, at, yet? Why is he a tag team champion and hold the money in the bank? Why is Dominic Mysterio not? tag team champion. I need to know what's going on. Um, what are your thoughts initially on this tag team match? Uh, it should be a good match. <clears throat> um, I think that for guys that can work well in the ring, I think it should be a good match um, overall. Kind of a weird kind of match in a way to have on on the show with very, very, very little matches on the card. But uh, mm-hmm. I uh, think we just – we get it to where done and bait looks look good, but it makes the champions look even better going into WrestleMania. And I think Judgment Day uh, pick up the win and retain the diet titles. 
Not so fast, my friend. I think Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate are going to come in here. A lot of these premium live events that WWE is going to run are going to be international shows. And Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate are really big with the international crowd. Um, and so is Finn Balor. I guess so. I just think Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate... They they changed his name from Butch to Pete Dunn again. So, listen, I'm glad we're back to Pete Dunn. That's all I care about. Absolutely, I think they get the push here. You make you make the the one thing that I said should have happened at WrestleMania last year was the demise of the Bloodline and also the demise of the Judgment Day. And I see the Judgment Day falling apart here very very soon. And it starts with them losing the tag team belts to Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. I don't watch a whole lot. Apparently, this uh, uh, the catch republic means uh, the catch. It's a style uh, reference to catch style wrestling. I guess that's an English style of wrestling. I've never heard of it. Um, Wavy D steps in and says, Judgment Day will retain because the awesome truth will win at WrestleMania. That you know what? I might have to change my opinion now that you said that. I didn't think about it that way. Maybe the Judgment Day does retain. Um, also, Nia Jax uh, is partially Australian. And I guess the island of Samoa is right off the coast of Australia. I think it is. So that makes a little bit of sense that she's Samoan, born in Australia. Um, so, yeah, been an interesting match. Tyler Bate, Pete Dunn got got this opportunity because they won a tag team championship contender series tournament, beating the likes of Pretty Deadly, Latino World Order, Legado del Fantasma, and DIY um, to get to this match here. Let's talk about the number one contender match in the Elimination Chamber for the Women's World Championship which will be for, which is the Rhea Ripley-Nia Jax match will determine who the number one contender will face. We got Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and Raquel Rodriguez in the Elimination Chamber match. These chamber matches are always fun. And the women's chamber matches are always pretty interesting. Um, Who do you see winning and going on to WrestleMania? Um, to me, I think that there are three legitimate options here. Naomi, Bianca Belair, and and Becky Lynch. Um, I, I just think that, I just think that we're setting up a collision course for Rhea versus Becky at WrestleMania. Um, and I, I just see that happening with, with Becky winning here, uh, Belair is always a good pick to have in a very, very big prominent match at WrestleMania. I think we're probably going to get her versus Jade at WrestleMania um, or her and and somebody else in a very, very big prominent match. Um, She's definitely one of the top women's wrestlers, not only in WWE, but in the world. So she's going to be, she's going to be in a strong spot going into Mania as well. But yeah, I just think that we've been locked in on the Becky Lynch storyline um, over the last year and obviously in the past. And I, I think we're just been on, on a collision course for Rhea versus Becky for, for the longest time. And yeah, uh, I got Becky winning. I think I think the easy choice is to say Becky Lynch wins. And the obvious choice is Becky Lynch, because if you watched the WWE WrestleMania season kickoff press conference thing, there was a point in time where Rhea Ripley comes out, and I think Becky Lynch interrupts her at some point. I think they're planting seeds. They've been planting seeds for this for quite some time. Um, I do see Becky Lynch being the favorite to win this match, though I think if they wanted to pull a fast one and give us a shocker, I think Tiffany Stratton is going to be your wild card in this match. She proved she can compete with people like Becky Lynch in NXT, and she 
she is probably one of the most ready superstars that got their come up in, in quite some time. I think Becky wins, but I wouldn't be shocked if Tiffany Stratton was to win this match. Um, you, you mentioned uh, Bianca fighting Jade. I don't know if that's actually going to happen because I think Jade Cargill was supposed to be in this Elimination Chamber match and any creative direction that they had with her, they've already scrapped. So I don't even know if she makes a WrestleMania appearance, to be honest with you. Um, I I kind of agree with Wavy D here. I'll pull his comment up. He says, I think Becky wins because I don't see any other path for her at WrestleMania. The other women all have alternative potential plans. Becky by default. I kind of agree with that as well. I think Bianca Belair could face Tiffany Stratton or Naomi um, at WrestleMania. Um, I think at some point we're going to get that Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez uh, reunite, and they probably will fight for the women's tag championships uh, again and win them again because that's all they do with those two is put them in the freaking dumbass women's tag division and have them win and they never turn on each other and then Raquel gets hurt or Liv gets hurt or somebody gets hurt and it's just rinse, rinse, recycle, repeat. Um, so yeah, I think Becky's the favorite. I think that's easy to say that there. Who are they going to face though at WrestleMania? Will it be Rio Ripley or the awesome Kong, I'm just kidding, Nia Jax. <laughs> it's not way, not a good way to start off the WWE shop partnership now, damn it. Um, yeah, listen, um, which, by the way, you can, of course, uh, pick up yours uh, merchandise for in preparation of Elimination Chamber and in preparation of WrestleMania 40 uh, by clicking, clicking the link below. And uh, your cause is for a good cause. If you just, you know, click the link, get you some merch, have a good time. Um, Buy the most expensive title, title, and then click our link, and you can help us out. He said that on me. Buy whatever you want. <laughs> Don't bother me. Hat, shirt, hoodie, title belt. Just, just not gift cards. We don't get anything from the gift cards. Yeah, just. Now everybody's going to buy gift cards. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, I just got to be open and honest right here. This is no I, filter. I'm going to just tell it how pre- it is. We appreciate that. That's why you are called the junkyard. <laughs> or the junkyard James. Um, in plenty of years past, those that have competed under the WWE umbrella and have fought in their hometown, home country, home state, whatever you want to call it, uh, they don't fare very well. And they don't win very often. Whereas uh, AEW seems like they always do with a couple of games, one being MJF losing the world title in his hometown, Long Island, New York at World's End. But uh, anyways, um, I don't think that happens here. I think one of two things is going to happen. Rhea is retaining one way or another. Whether it is by clean, and she gets uh, the win in, in her, her uh, in her home country, hometown, um, or there's some sort of disqualification, where he retains, and uh, I don't know if that sets up a triple threat at WrestleMania, but um, for sure, run a collision course for Rhea and Becky to be in the main, in, to be uh, in that women's championship match at WrestleMania. Um, are, are you Jim Ross or? By God. Ross, um, by God, she has a family. Huh. After this match, she's going to be like a government mule. He doesn't beat yeah. him hard like a $2 steak. Yeah. By the way, Jim Ross, I hope you're doing well after that surgery that you just had. So, Brother's going through some, uh, some cancer, had a broken hip, but... Uh, Lord God Almighty, he's still with us. <laughs> Rhea's winning. I guess, I, I guess I'd be the Jerry. Jerry the King Lawler. I'd be, I'd be the one Puppies! puppies. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think Rhea wins. Um, I just hope she doesn't get hurt. 
Like that's the only thing I can think about with Nia Jax <laughs> yeah. is yeah. that she yep. likes to injure wrestlers, and um, while she's been decent the last several months leading up to here, I with this close to WrestleMania, if Rhea Ripley were to get hurt, that would be the worst thing possible for the women's division. I think. Um, yeah, I think Rhea retains in some way, shape, or form, which leads us to the final match of the night, the men's elimination chamber match for a shot did you at the World Seth... match. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. The men's <laughs> elimination, <laughs> the men's elimination chamber match for an opportunity to fight Seth freaking Rollins at WrestleMania 40. Logan Paul versus Kevin Owens versus Randy Orton versus Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Who is meeting up with Seth freaking Rollins? What an interesting six. Um, we have the United States champion in there. Kevin Owens. Which is which feuding, and I still think it's kind yeah. of somewhat feuding with Kevin Owens. So, yeah. It is a... Uh, LA Knight, who is kind of just stuck in the... Stuck in there. Stuck in the mid-card. Uh, yeah. Actually, who is also stuck in there. Um, Randy is, is Randy, and then you got... The guy that legitimately should have the only shot at winning this because he's the only person that's got any sort of beef with with Seth at least over the last couple months. Um, he literally has been on Raw every week talking about how he's coming for Rollins, coming for the title, and I mean, they could they could throw us for a loop and maybe give us Knight. They could give us Randy. Um, I just I don't see it. I, just, I don't want to say the WWE pay-per-views are, are the most predictable things in the world, but I'd be very shocked if if Drew McIntyre and, and Becky Lynch don't win their chamber matches. I, I just don't see it. Don't no, see they're, the they're very predictable. Um, very predictable. At least this one. Drew McIntyre is going to get the win. The story is very predictable. I like Wavy D tonight. His predictions are very good. His comments are really good. He says, Drew wins, but I have a hot prediction. Bobby Lashley doesn't make it into the chamber. He'll get attacked by Karrion Cross and Authors of Pain. And Australian legend Bronson Reed will enter the chamber to the roar of the crowd. Again, he is also Australian. Um, there's also another Australian that I could see that's on the card, or that's in WWE, but it's not on this card. That's causing a lot of fuss in Australia right now. His name is Grayson Waller, who seems to not be able to get in fights with these internet or these media folks. You see what the WWE video of him attacking that uh, TV guy the other day? On oh, that talk show in Australia? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, uh, that's I interesting. Feel like it's a work. I feel like it's a work because... He would probably be in jail if he actually did that in real life. But I feel like it's we're going to get uh, Grayson Waller versus Newcaster at WrestleMania. Uh, Chamber. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> On the pre-show. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I think Drew wins. I think though, we're talking about hot predictions, and I, Seth is hurt, and he's going to need surgery. What if, I'm going to throw this out, Drew McIntyre wins the Elimination Chamber. Now, I don't know if Seth Rollins is going to be on the car, on the show at any point and make a promo. Or anything. Let's just say Seth Rollins walks down there and they have that stare off. Drew versus Seth. They're going to push this. And then Drew hits a Claymore. And Damian Priest catches it. And now we get Damian Priest versus Drew McIntyre 
at WrestleMania. I think they can make that work. You can have you can have Seth go ahead and have his surgery. I know Seth wants to wrestle at WrestleMania, but I think it would be pretty interesting. And you got to have um, Damian cash in at some point. And if they're going to retain the belts, the tag belts through WrestleMania, it would only make perfect sense to maybe say, hey, I'm fighting for the world title, Dom, or you can fight in my place in this tag team match at WrestleMania, which could be the cause of the fall of the Judgment Day. Or... Or and go ahead and give your shot, your opinion. <laughs> I don't think this will it'd be a weird conundrum to have from a booking standpoint on night one and night two, but uh, have Judgment Day lose the tag team titles at WrestleMania, and then McIntyre mm-hmm. beats Rollins, wins the world title, and then Damian Priest comes down and cashes in, steals McIntyre's spotlight, and then they set up a feud for the early portion of this uh, uh, of the spring and early summer. While Rollins is out uh, getting surgery, um, the only question is, versus, uh, is McIntyre versus Priest. Is, is McIntyre signed for that one? That's a good. That's a good question. Um, I still think that we can still make it work somehow. Uh, if, but, but again, I think you're. You're. I think in that case, uh, Priest is walking out as world champion. So even if McIntyre doesn't resign, you still have got a few different baby faces. You might be able to line up with Damian Priest and make it work. Um, but yeah, I, I think that maybe we wait until WrestleMania for that. Good point. That's a good point. Listen, we're 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 self-professed not the biggest wrestling or WWE fans, and, and we'll say that. And we're gonna um, we're going to just give it. As we see it, we kind of keep like an uh, an arm's length approach to WWE. We may not watch it every single week as much as we do with AEW, but we we keep up with some things from time to time. I think this will be a pretty decent pay-per-view, and I'm going to have to remind myself to not check social media all freaking day because I know it's going to spoil it. And that's the tough part about these shows being – that far overseas, but they're like 13 hours ahead of us. Um, is uh, I can't I can't stay up that late to uh, to watch the, the the show live. I wish I could. I now feel your pain having to watch the shows in the states. Um, yeah. I think it'll be as if pretty... the uh, New Japan shows weren't enough. All right. <laughs> um, I I think it'll be a good show. It's interesting. This week we're previewing Elimination Chamber. Next week we'll preview. Revolution, that's going to take the entire episode because there's like 14 matches, I think, that we're going to get. Um, we already Pack have a dinner, bring an energy drink. Mm-hmm. And then go to WWE Shop, uh, clicking the link in, in, our, in our description to, to buy your WrestleMania merch. That'll be the show this week, ladies and gentlemen. Be like DJ Wavy D. And comment the shit out of this post. Share the shit out of this post. This will be posted um, on the audio feeds here shortly. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. I think it's also on just the home RSS feed that I that you can link through Apple. Um, or uh, if you just search, Google search... Beyond the Junkyard Podcast, you can find it. But the easiest way to find it is to just go to junkyardmediagroup.com. And it's right there under the podcast tabs. Also, check out the new Meet the Team tab. You get a li- you get to know a little bit about the wrestling um, story of all four members. Uh, DJ Wavy D, We Too Deep, K-Dog, and myself. And kind of how we became wrestling fans. And, and the and the like. Until next week, though. MC Junkyard James and K Dog will Jr K Dog Jr K Dog will be back next week. I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Make sure to like, comment, share, subscribe. 
hit that notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. That way you can know every time we go live. But it's pretty easy if you remember that it's every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Except in like a month or so, we'll have a week off because we will be live but doing a live stream of the NFL draft. That'll be fun to watch. But we won't be talking wrestling that week. But anyways, I'm just rambling on, trying to fit everything in here. Check the links in the description, like, comment, share. you have any final thoughts before we end this episode, my friend? I'll just end it the best way I know how, and that is to, like he said, go to the Junkyard Media Group website uh, listed right here below. You can literally get everything that you need in a one-stop shop there. Click the link in the description. Go get you some WWE merchandise. That way you can prepare yourselves for Elimination Chamber, though it may not get there before then. But you'll have it plenty of time for WrestleMania 40, both nights and one and two. You're gonna, if you're like me, you're gonna need an outfit for both nights. You're gonna need to wear your favorite wrestler for night one, your favorite wrestler for night two, the headgear. Need it's all in one fell swoop. So go to our link below and go get you some merchandise from Shop WWE. And sometimes you just want to rock like multiple wrestler stuff. You know, like Tiffany Stratton might be fighting night one, but so will, I don't know, Drew McIntyre. And you want to support them both. Get both of their shirts. You can swap mid-party. You know what I'm saying? Get you absolutely can. Don't be ashamed of it. Um, but yeah, the only thing else I can say is in my Jim Ross voice, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you next week.